Hello, and welcome to One Single Thought, the podcast where two Christian single women take theological deep dives and bring perspectives on life, mixed with levity and joy. Merry Christmas, Heather. Merry Christmas. (laughs) It's before Halloween. It is October 29th, and we are celebrating Christmas. Yes, we are. And we're posting this on November 8th, 8th, which is also not Christmas. It's also before Thanksgiving. But you know what it is? What? It's the holiday season! <laughs> because if you go to Sam's, you already see Christmas everywhere. And Walmart. And, and Walmart. Kohl's. And, and Kohl's. Wherever else. You know, I had my first shopping experience at Sam's last week. Oh, yeah. Since I've been recovering my first motorized cart shopping experience. And the first thing I saw when I drove in on my motorized cart was all sorts of Christmas decorations. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. So, Heather, why don't you explain why we're in such a holly jolly spirit <laughs> for this holiday season? Well, because... When we post this episode, it's going to be November, so people are probably starting their Christmas shopping, unless you're a last-minute Lucy, like some Mm -hmm. people are, or last-minute Lester. Yeah, right. Um, Lucy or Lester. Yes. So what we would like to do is give you some tips for buying gifts for people in your life, and... Rather than just saying, buy this for your mother or this for your your friend or your boyfriend or your teacher or whatever, we are going to focus on very specific types of people that you may have in your life. And so we're going to focus on 10 specific types of people and just have a little bit of fun because I think it's good to have some fun mixed in with all of our serious theology talk. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to do today. We are going to give you a holiday gift guide shopping for christmas 2022 our one single thought for today is start your shopping now start your shopping now we're going to share five different categories Mm -hmm. and then we're going to also close with a worst gift that you could give someone which equals that to 12 12 gifts so this is sort of the 12 gifts of the one single thought christmas yes So we will link all of the gifts in the show notes so you can buy them for those special people in your life. And so, Rose, we're going to start with your first category. So my first category is for the minimalist in your life. And you would buy them a gift card. Very simple. And so I would recommend going to giftcardmall.com where you can find restaurant gift cards, retail, other retail stores. You can shop by brands. You can get Visa gift cards. It's sort of like going to Kroger and seeing all those gift cards just there in a rack, but you could do all of it online. Now, I am not a minimalist if you were to look around my house, but I really want to be a minimalist. And when it comes to gifts, nothing says, I love you, Rose, than a gift card. (laughs) I love gift cards. They are consumable, they're practical, and they're useful. And so for those people in your life that maybe you don't know what to buy because they're a minimalist and you don't want to give them more stuff, get them a gift card. So Heather, what's your first category? So my category, my first category is for the pop culture lover in your life. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this website. It's called cameo.com and you can hire celebrities across many different categories 
to record a message to your loved one for Christmas or their birthday or for really anything. And there's actually some pretty well-known people out here. There's some famous musicians. There's some athletes. There's some reality TV stars. Mm. I actually haven't looked out here lately to see who's out here, but I know there's some... Alfonso Ribeiro's out here. What? He could probably do the Carlton dance for you on Cameo. Now, some of these people, depending on how famous they are, it can get pretty expensive. <laughs> if you look at, they, they have the price on there, how much their, the base price is. Some of these people start as low as $25. Of course, I have not heard of some of these people, but some of the more well-known people. Alfonso Rivero's $225. So, Rose, there's people out here as famous as Dionne Warwick, and she is over $350. Ooh. But you can also get lesser known people who may be not known to everyone but maybe you are interested in reality tv and you like to watch big brother and you're a fan of reggie bird i have no idea who that is but she's only 32 dollars. so <laughs> there you go you can put in a request you type in the person receiving the gift you, you put in their name and what uh-huh. what's going on so we'll say hey i want you to to wish my sister a merry christmas and then that celebrity will record a message that's personalized to the person you're sending it to. They'll get a notification. I think it comes on the date you specify, but it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty neat. If you know, if there's someone out here that you you know, you have a friend or a family member who really likes or follows or loves the TV show or whatever, it's a pretty neat thing to surprise them with, especially if they don't know if it's coming because it's pretty cool. I mean, I have to admit, if you heard a celebrity say your name and Especially if you're if you're personal, you can come out here and watch. They made public some some mm. of their videos as examples, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. can see what they do. And so they'll say, "Oh, so and so, we heard that you graduated from college. I just wanted to say good job, congratulations, good luck in your career." So they'll get really personal depending on what you give them. So it's pretty neat. It's a pretty neat little little thing there. I want to be able to do that for someone one day. I hope. Did you know that uh, one of our pastors, Blake Ring, did this for his wife, Lydia? No, I didn't. He actually did a cameo of John Christ, which I don't know if John Christ, he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure if he is still doing them because for a while he did it just like for a short stint. But it was really funny because they posted the video on social media. And yeah, he doesn't, he's not currently doing them, but he did it for like a brief period of time and it was it was it was very personalized and it was really cool that was pretty cool so that is a great that's randy a great idea. travis is out here oh, and randy his travis. wife speaks for him and oh. i think the ones i've seen some some of them he added his little the end of his um amen song forever and ever amen oh that he can still sing and randy travis he's had a stroke so he yeah. can't speak so that's awesome yeah if you're a fan of the office there's some office celebrities out here too oh that's cool That's a cool gift. I like it. All right, Rose, what's your next category? So my next category is for the kitchen lover in your life. So Mm. I just recently was was given an air fryer from my cousin, Louis, who I love. But I'm not really a big kitchen lover as far as gadgets go because I don't have a lot of space to put them on my counter. I don't want to put space. I don't want to make space for them. So what is the gift you can get for the kitchen lover in your life? Well, how about a Disney mini waffle maker? So this Disney mini waffle maker is about $25 on Amazon. It will make waffles that look like Disney's or Mickey Mouse's head. Oh, 
So maybe you don't want to spend money to go to Disney World because it's it costs an arm and a leg. And you can make your own. You can have your own Mickey Mouse breakfast at home with a mini waffle maker. I love how the ears on this Mickey waffle have. They're, they look like little syrup holes. Yeah, they're like pits, so you can yes. put stuff in it. So if you wanted to load it up with chocolate chips, yes. load it in Mickey's ears, go right I, I mean, I love waffles. Mm. I love waffles. I don't have a waffle maker. I buy my waffles frozen. But this is adorable. And so it looks like it's pretty compact. $25. You can make all your kids' dreams come true. And if you are a, a person that loves kitchen gadgets and loves to make fun stuff in the kitchen, this is your gift. So Heather, what's your next category? Okay, so this one, I have to make a disclaimer. Mm. Please, no one buy this for me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> this gift is for the cat lady in your life. <laughs> it is called catladybox.com. And this website <laughs> will allow you to subscribe to a monthly gift box of cat lady items, including cat-themed shirts, jewelry, home decor, accessories, <laughs> art, and more. And you can also get cat toys and cat treats, I believe, for your cat. You can also give them as a gift. <laughs> Again, I do not want this box. Please do not send me this box, which now I'm probably going to get like 10. Yep. <laughs> somebody's gonna get you the cat lady box (laughs) but anyway you can get this and so a co-worker told me about this box and it it is pretty cute but i do not want this box i do not want anything that comes in it (laughs) because while i do love my cat i am not embracing cat lady just yet so please do not send me the cat lady box it's a really cute kitten on the website though to be very encouraging to get a cat lady box I like it. I think it's, I mean, I'm not a cat lady, so I can't say, but I'm, I used to be a big sucker for subscription boxes, so I'm, I'm not a good person for that kind of thing, because I, I could, I used to have way too many subscription boxes, so. Well, and let me tell you, so I'll tell you some of the things that come in the, the cat lady box, and I think they did, uh, because Halloween is Black Cat Month or something like that, and so they, they do a, a Black Cat box. But one of these boxes that I'm looking at has pot holders, storage containers, a cat knit toy. Um, there's another one with t-shirts, a soap dispenser, <laughs> a cat spoon rest. Oh, nice. So there's all kinds of kitchen items if yes. you're really crazy about your cats and decorating with cats. Again, I do not, I love my cat and I might be a little over the top with him, but I, I do not want to decorate my house in cat themed items. So please, no one, I do not want cat items. You would be more apt to get a box for your cat, not yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does come with things for your cat. So like this one box I'm looking at has a little catnip kicker toy in Mm -hmm. it. So there are different things that come in here for your cat and for yourself. If you're a crazy cat lady or if you know and love a crazy cat lady besides me, you go right (laughs) ahead and send them this. All right, Rose, what's your next category? So my next category is for the book lover in your life. And the gift is a book nook reading valet. Okay, that's a crazy name. It's $48, so it's a little expensive. But you'll have to look at it from the show notes. Click through the link. Uh, right now, it's back order, but they expect it to be delivered by November 21st. All the more reason why you should do your shopping early. <laughs> so that way you can get in and get it when it comes in. 
Describing this one on a podcast is a little hard, but it's basically this triangle wooden piece um, with a little ledge. And so what it does is there's a place where you can turn your book on the pyramid shaped area to hold your place. So basically you don't need a bookmark. You just put your book on the, this valet. There's a place that'll hold uh, your reading glasses. There's a place that will hold your beverage. So if you have like a cup of hot tea or a cup of coffee, and then where the pyramid is, there's a hole. It's, it's carved out. So it's not a solid piece of wood. And when you put your book in that, you can also slide your phone in that little nook there. This will save my spot. Yes, and save my save my spot is carved on the side of it. Yeah. So if you're if you have a book lover, this would be great. Like if someone that you love likes to read before they go to bed, maybe they like to put maybe not a cup of coffee or a cup of tea there, but they might want to put a water bottle or another glass of water there, and they may like to read before they go to bed. And this would be great. They could stick their phone in there, and you know the charger would fit through the the little opening, and they could charge their phone once they stopped reading and wanted to go to sleep. Everything would be right there on their nightstand. So that's the Book Nook Reading Valet, and I found it on UncommonGoods.com for forty eight dollars. But I'm sure you could probably search other places to find it. Like I said, it's back ordered, but should be back in stock by November twenty first. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so Heather, what's your next category? Being in Kentucky, we are the bluegrass state and we are the home of bluegrass music. So you may know some bluegrass. If you're from around here, mm-hmm. you may know people who are into bluegrass music. And even if you're not from around here, bluegrass is pretty popular. We have a all high propensity world. of people in Tennessee, so they know bluegrass. Yeah. We have mm-hmm. a lot of listeners in Tennessee. Yeah, so a great gift idea for a bluegrass music lover is a ticket to a bluegrass festival Mm. which in kentucky there are many many festivals but there are some all over the country so if you would like to gift someone with that go to bluegrasscountry.org and there is a page called festival calendar and you can see all of the upcoming bluegrass festivals around the country and i think it goes forward at least through february if not further out You can click on those. It will direct you to the different pages. So if there's one in the state where you're located, then you can click on that. And if you're able to order tickets ahead of time or at least plan a road trip with a friend or a loved one, if someone's really crazy about bluegrass music. If you are local to Kentucky, I highly recommend, even though I've not actually been to a concert here, but I have this on my Kentucky to-do list, (laughs) is to go to Renfro Valley, Kentucky, which is south of Lexington. Renfro Valley has been known as Kentucky's country music capital since 1939. Oh, wow. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's where a lot of outside of the Grand Ole Opry, a lot of people can trace roots back to Renfro Valley, Kentucky, which when you drive past it on I-75, it's really, there's not, doesn't seem to be much there, but they've actually erected a Kentucky Music Hall of Fame and museum and so you can tour it. And one day I was passing through on my way on, I was com- coming back from a road trip and I stopped there to take a break. And I went through the museum just to, to see it. Cause I've never seen, I've always seen it on the side of the road, but I never had a chance to go look through it. And it's pretty cool. And they also have a concert venue there in a barn. So they have an old barn and an, I think it's in, there's a newer venue, but you can go to concerts. So that is, that is RenfroValley.com and they have their upcoming concerts. So if you know somebody who's really into country music or bluegrass or gospel, they have concerts coming up through February. 
Cool. That's that. I mean, I love bluegrass music. Mm-hmm. I love Ricky Skaggs. You've seen Ricky Skaggs in concert. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a ticket to a Ricky Skaggs concert would be another I'll great. I'll take it. <laughs> Heather will take that. And in lieu of the the, the cat yeah, lady gift box. box, if you want to give me a bluegrass a bluegrass music ticket, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, Rose. What's your next category? So my next category is for the writer in your life. And of course, I'm an aspiring writer. Well, actually, I can say now I'm an actually published author. But I know of many, many people who have said, I want to write a book. I want to, I want to write, I, I want to be an author. So for the writer in you, in your life, I highly recommend the book, Get to the Publishing Punchline. A fun and slightly aggressive 30-day guide <laughs> to get your book ready for the world. This is on Amazon for $12.54. And this was written by Joy Eggridge's Reed, who was the literary agent that ran my writing cohort. And essentially, this book puts all of that 30-day cohort into book form. And you can do it yourself with this book and not do an actual cohort like I did oh. and still come out with a proposal. So Joy Reed, I say her middle, her maiden name, Eggridge's, because her dad is Emerson Eggridge's, who mm-hmm. wrote the book Love and Respect, which mm-hmm. is a very popular Christian book on, on marriage. And she has her own agency called Punchline Agency, hence the title, Get to the Publishing Punchline. And she represents speakers <laughs> and authors. And she has a, she lives in Paris. There's a lot of really cute illustrations in this book. But she writes like she talks and it's very fun and enjoyable. But it is very aggressive. But you will leave on the other side of this with... If you do your work, uh, a proposal. And so it's sort of her writing cohort in book form. So if you know somebody that wants to get started and they have an idea that they think they want to be a writer, if nothing else, this book would be great for them to get a little taste of what it looks like to do that. Oh, cool. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Does she also have anything to do with writing with Bernard the Baguette? She did. So she took... (laughs) That is cute. She took her Get to the Publishing Punchline and she made it into a children's format. And that book was technically written by, wink, wink, Bernard the Baguette. Okay. (laughs) So all the proceeds or a percentage of the proceeds of that book goes to a literary organization in her home state of Oregon to help kids who don't know how to read. Hmm. But the Bernard the Baguette book, a lot of teachers have implemented it in their classrooms. And if they do and get a hold of joy, she will actually zoom in with the kids and talk to them about their writing and, you know, cheer them on as part wow. of the part of the class because she loves seeing kids who have a passion for writing. So that is... That's pretty cool. That's, yeah, that book came on to be after the Get to the Publishing Punchline. So is pretty cute here. He is pretty cute. So since Heather brought that up, that's a good gift for the young writer in your life. Yes. So if you have a young child who might just be like always wanting their imagination is going and you don't know what to get them, Bernard the Baguette (laughs) would be a great gift for them as well. So Heather, what's your next category? Okay, so this is kind of weird, but (laughs) I'm kind of weird. If you have someone who loves theology and is also a little nerdy about it, there's a t-shirt for you to give them. I found a t-shirt on redbubble.com. And if you've ever been to Redbubble, they've got a bunch of weird stuff out there. So it's, some of it's just kind of <laughs> kind of crazy. But I found a t-shirt that says, just say no to eisegesis. 
I can guarantee you that 99% of our audience (laughs) does not know what eisegesis means. Okay, so very simply put, eisegesis is reading your own meaning into scripture rather than interpreting scripture correctly by reading the text and exegeting the text by taking out of the text what it actually means. So So, eisegesis is when we interpret it from our own own perspective. perspective exegesis is interpreting it from the proper perspective correct by scripture scripture and by what it actually means yes an example of eisegesis would be we can go back to our podcast many many moons ago i forget what episode that was might have been episode two yeah so when we no not that wasn't two it was four it was one of our earlier episodes where we we talked about proverbs 3 5 and 6 and an eisegesis of that text would be you know, re- we read, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So to eisegete that would, would be to say, okay, well, if I'm going to trust in the Lord, then he's going to make everything go great for me. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So that's an eisegesis is reading your own meaning into it based on your own experience and what you think should be, what it should be saying. And so if you read it in context, as we talked about, that episode if you haven't heard that episode please go back and listen to it because we had some good conversation i think Mm -hmm. but reading it in context it doesn't say it that way that means that god is going to show us the path to go in terms of directing our paths and keeping us from evil in our decisions in our daily walks so eisegesis reading into the text not a great thing to do so that goes to our t-shirt there if you're a (laughs) theology nerd just say no to eisegesis, wear it proudly, and confuse people, and maybe it'll start some good conversations. <laughs> yes. Quite frankly, anybody that sees you wear it is probably going to ask you what that word means. So <laughs> exactly. you have an opportunity to share that. Okay, so Rose, what's your next one? So my next one is for the movie lover in your life. Oh, great. The gift is found on Amazon. It is 100 movies scratch-off poster top films of all time bucket list so it's this huge poster that has a hundred different blocks on it that you scratch off oh wow so you can hang this poster up in your family room or wherever you you know watch movies and you can scratch them off when you decide that hey i think i want to what movie we're going to watch tonight and I don't know. I'm never good at picking out a movie to watch. But if you have a this bucket list of, I want to watch 100 top films of all time, then you can do that by getting this, this poster. And you and your family or you and your spouse or significant other can do that. I mean, there's, you know, classics on here like The Big Lebowski, Star Wars, all you know, all the usual suspects, a lot of classics. From, you know, The Great Gatsby to Born Identity. All kinds of great movies that were probably award-winning movies. And it's one way to sort of check off a bucket list of a hundred great movies. There's a kid's version out here too. So if you have kids and you really? want to watch, watch these movies with your kids. So once I again. think some of the movies on the other one aren't probably all kid-friendly. Yes. But no. there's mm-hmm. another one that's got hundred kids movies and you check off or you scratch off each movie as you watch it that's pretty cool i honestly think i probably would like the kid movie one better i probably would actually (laughs) watch all those yeah i like the kid movie idea so yeah so if you've got maybe 
um, a couple that might want to do this. That might be a great gift for the, that movie lover. If you have a family, you might want to look at the top 100 kid movies of all time. Well, I'll try to link not only the top 100 movies, but also the kid movie. Uh, so that way you have both of those yeah. options. And the same with the Get to the Publishing Punchline and Bernard the Baguette. I will try to link both of those. Okay. We're down to our last gift before we hit our last category that we'll both do. But what's your last gift? For the medical professional in your life, <laughs> go to iheartguts.com and gift that person with a plush organ. <laughs> <laughs> and... So any body organ, heart, lungs, brain, kidneys, there is a plush organ on this website. They're very cute. A lot of people get them for people who have transplants. So they're very cute. And there's plush toys. There are stickers and erasers. There are keychains. And each organ has a little story that goes with it. It talks about what that organ does for your body. So for the kidney, it talks about how it cleans out um, toxins. I've given several of these away to family members and friends. Rose, I gave you one, the she liver. She gave me the liver. So I was having liver troubles, gosh, probably 10 or 12 years ago. And yeah, she gave me the liver plush and it's orange and it's, or no, really it's yellow. I don't know why I said orange. It's yellow and it's, it has a little smiley face on it. Mm -hmm. So all the little organs have all sorts of smiley faces on them. So they look very happy. And I think you can buy them on Amazon too. Uh -huh. And they've got some knockoff. There's a knockoff brand where you can buy, I think they might be a little bit cheaper, but they're very cute. Some, I mean, they do have every body part you can think of. So just FYI, if you go out there, you might be shocked to see some yes. of the body parts they have. But if you have a friend or a family member who is in the medical profession and they focus on a specific part of the body. So if you know someone who is with a cardiovascular mm -hmm. or someone like a dentist, they have plush tooth. Wow. So there's all kinds of really cute, fun little gifts out here for someone. Or if you know someone who's gone through a medical issue and it would just delight them to have a plush kidney, go right ahead <laughs> and buy that for them. Because I think it's very cute. That is funny. All right. So now we are going to move on to the worst gift. And I will have to say that this is very relative because the worst gift for one person may not be the worst gift for someone else. That's true. But Rose, what worst gift ever have you found in your internet search? The worst gift that I have found is the Nostalgia Premium 7 Capacity Electric Large Hardboiled Egg Cooker. <laughs> now, you may think, oh, Rose, you're silly. Wouldn't that be a great kitchen gadget for somebody who likes to boil eggs and poach eggs or do whatever they want to do? Yes, yes, <laughs> possibly. But let me tell you a few reasons why this is what I call the worst gift ever. First of all, it only comes in two sizes, seven egg or 14 egg. Who in the world sells eggs in the quantity of seven or 14? <laughs> Nobody. You either have, you can have a dozen, you can have 18, but not seven and 14. So it means you have to go through this process more than once mm -hmm. if you buy a dozen eggs. The instructions tell you to put 
there's a little measuring cup that comes with it and depending on how hard boiled you want your egg you fill it up to that level and you pour it into the bottom of the egg cooker then there is in the same cup at the bottom is a very sharp instrument that you're supposed to use to pop a hole in every egg well, I can guarantee that I would have popped a hole in my finger with that <laughs> because it's sharp and it's at the bottom of that cup and merely filling it up with water is going to cause me probably to puncture my finger. So you poke a hole in these eggs and then you set the egg cooker for however long that you want to cook it so that it will make the perfect boiled egg for you. Well, it typically to get a hard boiled egg, I think it has to be like 14 minutes, I believe, or something like that. Once you boil the eggs, once it cooks for 14 minutes, then you take the lid off. And let me just tell you that they say that the handles are easy touch. They're not hot. But I literally watched somebody using this egg cooker on a TikTok video and she almost burnt her hand <laughs> taking the lid off. Then you are to remove the eggs and put them in cold water and then they have to sit in cold water for 10 minutes, however long. And then you have hard boiled eggs. Okay. Now, why is this so bad besides some of the things I've pointed out already? Let me share with you how my <laughs> eggs get boiled. And unfortunately, I'm not able to boil my own eggs right now, but I have a whole lot of people in my life who help me and will, when I need boiled eggs, they'll boil them for me. They get the pot out of my stove compartment at the bottom with a lid. They fill it up with water. They put all my eggs, a full dozen of eggs in this pot. We bring it to a boil, which takes, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. We bring it to a rolling boil. <laughs> then we turn it off of the heat, put a lid on it, set my Alexa timer for 12 minutes and we're done. I don't have to put it in an ice bath. Okay. My helper, whoever's doing it for me, just takes them out, puts them in my container in the refrigerator and they are perfection. So why would I spend $16 <laughs> For it something does seem like a lot of work. that takes a lot of work. And it's a lot of, I mean, and it shows other things you can do with it, like make an omelet or, you know, steam vegetables. And I don't know. I just think it's a lot of work for something that's not even a capacity of half a dozen or a dozen. I just found that just yeah. simply not acceptable. Yeah, so that's my worst gift. Not really helpful for someone who doesn't want to cook. It seems like a lot of work. Yes. So, Heather, what's your worst gift ever? The worst gift you could give someone. Crafting with cat hair. Cute, handy crafts to make with your cat. It's a book. That is so And it's strong. real. And, and <laughs> so wrong. It is, it is gross. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> and there's a companion book. I don't know if it's by the same person or not. And I think it might actually be out of print because it's really expensive on Amazon. It's called Knitting with Dog Hair. Better a sweater from a dog you know and love than from a sheep you'll never meet. That is the name of the book. That is terrible. That is terrible. And it's real. It is. It is real, people. people it's real. People are making crafts We're gonna and like knitting it. scarves mm -hmm. with hair from their pets. That is disgusting. I've actually, which is kind of funny, I started thinking about it because we do. Sheep are not very clean animals either. No, and they're so not. So we wear their wool, and but that I don't know. There's just something about wearing cat hair. <laughs> it just seems really disgusting to me. Although we'll have to admit, you can make a finger puppet with the cat hair, and the on the cover of the book, it is kind of cute. But 
I am not about to take Ricky's hair and make a finger oh, puppet out no. of it. And he does shed a lot, but at that point, that is when we are going to have to put you in a home or something. I, I'm to, not yeah. doing that. Do not send me the cat lady box. Do not buy me the crafting with cat hair book, please. Oh my gosh! Even, even though it has five star reviews on Amazon, <laughs> they even show like someone in the in the pictures. They show someone. Like, first, you need to comb your cat to get hair, and, oh. Yeah, it's just... That's awful. I I don't understand. Mm. Interesting things you can give to people. All right. Pun totally intended. This wraps up our topic (laughs) of our holiday gift guide. So, everyone, start your shopping now. Start your shopping now. All right, so now let's move on to our one random thought of the day, Rose. So my one random thought today is Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. So we're going to talk about Santas today. And do you realize that mall Santas, the Santas that are at the mall, make up to $10,000 for the holiday season? Wow. I mean, that's a lot of moolah for approximately a month that they're in the mall Mm because even though we start selling christmas stuff way into october and september they usually don't set up shop till after thanksgiving so they can make up to ten thousand dollars and it's actually more than a really good sign twirler like those people who stand (laughs) outside and twirl the signs all the time so yeah mall santas can make up to ten thousand dollars for the holiday season so they actually pull in a pretty good gig that's pretty cool mm-hmm. especially if you're a retiree yeah and you probably are if you're real authentic because you'll mm-hmm. have the white beard the white hair if you're a little pudgy you're good to go yeah when i was growing up our mall santa was very authentic he mm-hmm. had a full white beard and nice. little little round glasses so he looked very much the part so Santa scared me. I wouldn't go near them in the stores, the mall. I didn't have any, I didn't want anything to do with them. So they didn't really make much off of me, I guess. But so Heather, what is your one Ricky thought for today? Today, my thought is find a good cat sitter. Find a good cat sitter. I like it. Yeah, it's very simple. But Mm -hmm. I went out of town recently and I have my friend Lindsay who will stay over with Ricky Mm -hmm. because he, he gets some can of wet food in the morning and canned food at night and so it's helpful if there's somebody there twice a day and so having someone who can spend the night and take care of it is good but whenever she can't do it i hired a cat sitter Mm -hmm. and i found a place in louisville that has a good reputation it's called paws pet care and their sitters are licensed and bonded and the lady that was assigned to me is crazy about ricky and Mm -hmm. she is really good with him. She sends me texts every time she visits him with pictures. And she even left him gifts when she left. Oh, wow. So on the theme of gift giving, she, this time she gave him a little uh, twine ball with a bell inside and a little teeny mouse, toy mouse. And so in the cat treat, and she oh, left neat. that in a spot where he couldn't get to it. And so it was there waiting for me when I got home. And so I gave it to him when I got back. And she did it before. And another trip I took, she left him some, some cat toys as well. So if you ever have to hire, pay for someone, make sure you find someone who is crazy about your cats, who is, who's a crazy cat lady, or yeah. someone who's just really good with animals and really cares about them. Because I noticed she came over for the first time 
to meet me and to meet Ricky and to get familiar with where everything was. And she was very considerate. She showed me everything she was going to do and how she would take care of him. And so if you ever have to pay for somebody to come watch your pets or animals, make sure they are fully vetted and that they know what they're doing. And have good That's reviews. Cool. So, and we'll link Paul's Pet Care in yes. the show notes. Yeah, yeah, and they I think they watch pretty much any kind of animal. Nice. So, not too much of a zany Ricky story, but he does it's like a good getting gift story. He likes getting gifts, mm-hmm. and I did give him a catnip kicker, which is a long stuffed tube mm-hmm. of fabric, and it's stuffed with catnip. And I, it was waiting for me when I got back. The package was on my door when I got back from my trip. And so it was like I brought him home a present for my trip, even though I really didn't. And he could smell the catnip through the package. And he was going crazy on the package and trying to rip it open. And he flopped over with a catnip kicker and was going to town trying to kick it and rip it open. Trying to get the catnip out of there, which thankfully didn't rip open. But... Anyway, Ricky likes his gifts, so he that does. is my tie to the gift topic with Ricky there. Love it. Okay, so what is our one single question today, Rose? So our one single question today is, what is the funniest gift you've received? So Heather, what is the I've received. Gift? I've received many funny gifts. Probably one of the funniest ones. So I, I have celiac disease, so I can't eat gluten. I can't eat wheat, rye, barley. And so... It's a very difficult lifestyle when you first get started. And so many years ago, I joined a support group and it's it's a group of people locally. We got met every month just to talk about dealing with a gluten-free diet and where you can buy groceries. And then we would have food we can eat there. So it was really great. And every Christmas, and it kind of died out after the, with the pandemic, it kind of killed it. But we were doing... Um, every year we would have a Christmas party and we would do white elephant a white elephant gift. So if you've never done a white elephant gift exchange, basically you bring presents that nobody wants and you have to fight over the best one. What if, if there is the best one, you have to fight over it because there probably is at least one good present there, but people can steal it from you and it's just really funny. Well, anyway, I got a white elephant gift at the celiac Christmas party one year and it would really only be funny to someone who had celiac disease or someone who's gluten free, <laughs> but someone had gone to Goodwill and bought some stoneware, like a little plate and a, a coffee cup, and it had wheat printed on it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone thought it was hilarious. And like, I don't think anybody else in the world, <laughs> other than us, would have thought it was that funny. But it was the funniest gift I ever received. And so, and it actually, on the bottom of the cup, it said golden wheat on the bottom. Oh, and wow. so I'm like, I want to go home and eat out of my wheat plate. <laughs> my wheat, I called it my wheat china. Your wheat china. And actually, someone took it when, before I left. I oh, Somebody wanted it. And I was like, well, be honest with you. I'm not going to eat off this. So you can have so, it. So, yeah. <laughs> but that was probably the funniest gift in a quirky way. That was probably one of the funniest gifts I've received. Yeah, that's pretty humor. That's a great theme for a celiac support group mm-hmm. Christmas exchange. So for me, I would say that the funniest gift I ever received was at one of our white elephant gift exchanges that we have with our ladies class at church that Heather and I are a part of. And it was quite a few years ago and Heather had kind of forgotten that she's the one that brought the, bought this gift. <laughs> but it was a Justin Bieber toothbrush. <laughs> So basically, it's it's a toothbrush. It's, it's not an electric toothbrush. It's just a regular toothbrush. 
But when you turn it on and he the song that he sings, which I can't even remember if it was Baby Baby or what it was, but you brush your teeth for the amount of time that the song plays, which is the appropriate amount of time you should brush <laughs> your teeth. So that was probably the funniest gift that I can recall receiving, uh, which, I mean, I'll be honest, I did use it for a while just because <laughs> it was funny. And I, I, I found the humor in it, but um, yeah, that was the funniest gift that I've received. Well, I know there's probably many, many other funny gifts, and I can't think of any more at the moment. But you all, if you have some funny gifts that you would like to share with us, feel free to drop a line on Rose's website at askmeanythingrosebooth.net and share. Maybe we can call them out in the next episode. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Our next episode will be on November 22nd. So that's getting close to Thanksgiving. It is. It is. And we we're hoping to have a special guest. Let's say that our next episode may be embarking on new things we've never done before. Yeah, so a little teaser. If you survive the holiday gift guide, yeah. better things are coming. That's right. And we're very excited. And we're not going to tell you in case it falls through. That's <laughs> right. But we're hoping to have a pretty monumental episode coming your way on November 22nd. So until next time, don't follow your heart, follow God. We hope you've enjoyed One Single Thought. Our theme music is provided by Lindsay Cook, and we're so happy you joined us. Please be sure to share this episode with a friend, and don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. We'd love it if you'd rate and review our podcast so more people can find us and join our tribe of listeners. 